0: Welcome to the Pinning Combination Podcast. I'm K.J. Filcher alongside Dick Briggs, bringing you uh, some of the results from last weekend in high school and college wrestling, and then uh, kind of a look ahead of what's to come here for uh, some of the programs in the area. You want to transition to uh, high school here with uh, the big week that they've had uh, here to
1: start out? <laughs> Which direction
0: do you want to go? Well, well, let's start with the duel that we got to watch last uh, last Thursday. Uh, What a humdinger for an opener uh, that we had there at Manchester between uh, Class 2A number one West Delaware and 3A number one uh, Waverly Shell Rock, which I think has climbed to 11th nationally uh, in the national team rankings. So that was one. Shell
1: Rock won. Uh, I think it was forty nine twenty one. Right. Um, and and it's a kind of tale of two teams. Last year they traded West West Delaware. One had a lot of seniors, and that was when they graduated. Now it's West Delaware. I mean, uh, Waveless Shell Rock turned to take over with a lot of seniors. So um, they returned the favor that was afforded them last year. I think I mentioned in the in the broadcast that in 42 duels the two teams to combined are 40 and two and their two losses are against each other oh wow which is impressive and and kind of interesting but two really great programs there um we saw some high quality wrestling i mean it was every match was contested and great technique and just some great battles and even when there wasn't scoring going on it wasn't it wasn't pushing and shoving and getting to know each other it was some good action and uh yeah uh the
0: one that the one that stands out when you mentioned that, the one that stands out was 132 with Blake Engel and uh, Carter Fecht. That was 1-1 after three periods, but it didn't seem like it was 1-1 just because of all the action and flurries and scrambles that we saw. Uh, Fecht ended up winning in overtime uh, by a, a pin, but that, that was indicative of the duel where there was a lot of action uh, throughout. It made it a lot of fun to watch and a lot of fun to call.
1: Right, uh, absolutely, that was a blast up there. When you're having fun matches like that, it's just, that's entertaining for the crowd and for anyone that happens to be watching and and certainly for you and me.
0: Yep. Um, and of course, uh, both of them went on to have a lot of success on their first uh, weekend. Um, you want to start with the Brook or do you yep. want to start with uh, Cliff Keene? Uh, let's go with Brook since we're talking about the Shell Rock. Yep. Uh, so Waverly-Shell Rock, uh, actually part of their team, if not uh, everybody, um, went right from Manchester to their hotel in Coralville to get ready for the uh, Dan Gable Donny Brook that was held at uh, Extreme Arena on Friday and Saturday. 33 teams there. Uh, kind of a split between Iowa teams and, and teams from uh, bordering states, uh, the neighboring states. Uh, Waverly-Shell Rock ended up second behind Liberty, Missouri. Uh, with, uh, the Gohawks had, uh, I think five finalists and scored 372 points. So, uh, a lot of nationally ranked wrestlers there and they came away second.
1: Well, I had uh, block as a champ and Riggins as a champ. Is that what you had? Yep. Block won at 138. No, Riggins. I must be missing a runner-up because I had McRae at, at ninety-five as a runner-up and Walker at two eighty-five. I'm sorry.
0: Uh, yeah, and Lee McDonald actually got third, not second.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Luke. Uh, yeah. So it was it was Lee McDonald. that got third, not uh, not second there. So yeah, four four finalists, and then uh, McDonald
1: and, and was third. At obviously, it's an individual tournament, and and they wrestle pretty much the 24th place, I think, and <laughs> maybe beyond, I don't know if there's matches beyond that or not, but so, uh, you know, it's, uh, you don't come in from out of state and get two, you know, 202 two barbecue and be done. You're gonna get your matches in and the further you go, the closer you get to your level of competition. And, and uh, so that's, that makes it an, a, a nice tournament to bring people in. On the other hand, if it's, it's such a tough one, you might go on five or whatever. <laughs> so it could be-
0: Um, some of the other champions of of note, uh, Trevor Anderson of Ankeny won at 126, but, uh, two local, uh, uh, wrestlers won titles, uh, Hunter Garvin for Iowa City West won at 152, uh, Ben Keeter, City High won at 220, uh, had a match against, uh, another nationally ranked foe and Gavin Nelson of Simley, uh, Peter with a takedown and sudden victory overtime uh, to win three to one. So uh, impressive uh, performances there by Garvin and Keter.
1: Yeah, I, I I got to talk to uh, to, to the uh, Corey Connell, Iowa City High coach on Sunday. He was at a youth tournament I was roughing him, and and uh, just briefly because in between matches. But uh, I congratulated him. He was pretty excited and. He could say nothing but good things about Ben Keeter and and uh I mean obviously we know what kind of an athlete is, but it's great to hear these a, a good a good solid person too. So you, you wish the best for for him and those kind of guys. And, and we know the Garvin family, they're great great kids as well. So great family. So good uh good to see both of those guys come out on top. Yep.
0: Um one of the one of the team results I was kind of surprised about a little bit, uh Bendorf got six. Um
1: with no that, finalists, uh, what was that? With with no finalists,
0: really, yeah. So that was that was something that surprised me. Um, you know, uh, not a surprise, but Linmar, uh, you know, did pretty well. Uh, they finished twelfth overall. Um, the uh was a runner up at one seventy. Luke Gaffney was third at heavyweight, um, and. Uh, if I read their tweet right, they posted something today saying that they had the second most amount of pins of all the teams in that field. Uh, so that's that—that's a pretty good uh, feather to stick in your cap right. uh, I, after a competition like that.
1: Am I correct? Is was Kane Knockamore also third. So the Knockamore, if he was Knockamore, family had a great weekend. So, and I, My I, is, I think uh, Tate was. Lost
0: in sudden victory, if I remember right. Yeah. It was An eyelash away from winning it. Yeah. So, a good uh, performance there. City High was 16th, uh, or City West was 16th, uh, City High 24th, uh, North Scott 15th, Ankeny 11th. Um, you know, but a heck of a heck of a tournament. And I know, uh, uh some really good performances from the the local guys mm-hmm. they are probably that's something a,
1: that's so. the inaugural tournament that was held uh as i understand uh speaking with an official they did one round in the or part of a round in the in the uh the uh green state family field okay. house there and then the rest of the rest of it was held in the uh in the extreme arena so i think they had 10 mats or in t- that in the arena so, we got plenty of room to spread out there. For sure. For sure. Uh, well, let's, uh, let's switch
0: gears to the Cliff team. Um, you know, that's uh, another two day event there this opening weekend. Um, just about 30 teams. Uh, Lisbon comes away with the team title, uh, scored 362 and a half points. Independence was second, 346. Uh, both of those teams highly ranked: uh, Lisbon in 1A, Independence in 2A. Uh, it, was, it was kind of fun. They they were alternating leads for the early part of Saturday, um, so it was kind of a back and forth team race, which was always fun. Both put three in the uh, the finals, but Lisbon comes away with a, a team championship. And interestingly, Osage led the tournament with three champs, and they finished third uh, quite a bit. Uh, About fifty-six points behind them,
1: right, and that's why I think Osage can be a real title contender, possibly, or at least certainly a second. I don't know. We'll see what 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 happens with West Delaware, but but uh, so they're they're a threat with those. You know, they're pretty strong with their individuals there. So, yeah, you know, those three champs demonstrate that.
0: I think that's what they did uh, a couple years ago. You know, Uh, I don't think they had, you know the depth, but they had the quality. Um, A lot of guys that finished in the top three or four that allowed them to win a title for Brett Jennings and might be the same type of thing. Um, Lisbon did have one champ, uh, Brandon Paez at 120, a two-time state finalist. Uh, He was a state champ as a freshman. Runner-up last year, Uh, Brad Smith, said that he might this is high praise from somebody that's had some real, really darn good wrestlers said he might be the best technician he's ever coached. What? Yeah. Holy that's, uh, that's something that, uh, uh, really kind of raised my eyebrows considering the talent that he's had come to that room and, uh, even at city high as well. But, uh, he said, he said Paez is one of the best technicians he's ever coached, so.
1: Oh, that's, I mean, you just think of, uh, well, Jeff McGinnis to start with, <laughs> that's a pretty good quality there. So that's, he, I mean, what a great compliment.
0: Yeah. And he was, he was pretty dominant. Uh, uh I think he won bonus points, uh, one, uh, bonus, uh, in each match, uh, had a 52 second pin, um at 120 in the 120 Finals. Um, another one that was pretty impressive, uh, really kind of stood out, uh, Logan Art from South Tama. Uh, knocked off Kate Siebrecht, uh, who was ranked number one in 1A uh, at 138, or 145, sorry, or no, 138. Um, he, uh, he's a two-time state medalist. Uh, Sebrek, uh, you know, coming off his state title last year, uh, it was another one of those matches that it was 1-1 after uh, regulation, but a lot of action. And then he was able to counter for a takedown and, and sudden victory. So a big win for for him uh, in South Tama here early on.
1: Yeah, I don't remember what the league is that South Tama in, but certainly he qualifies for a of the of the, uh, of the week for that one, for sure. That was a, what a nice win there. Yeah. A um, couple other uh, champs, um, Prairie had a local our local team, obviously, had a, a champ at 106 with uh, Blake Gimo. Yeah. Yep. He looked pretty –
0: he looked really strong. Uh, had a 15-0 attack over Ryan Hofer of uh, Xavier in the finals. Uh, talked to Gimo uh, afterwards. Uh, he sounds like last year's state runner-up finish did not settle well with him. He's uh, an individual that, uh, you know, it's one of those things where, yeah, it was good, but that's not what I, you know, I wasn't wrestling to get second, essentially. Uh, sounded like the off season. he spent six to seven days a week practicing, you know, working out, uh, just had his sights set on getting better for this year. And and I tell you what, uh, you could see the, the hard work, he's paid dividends early on already. Uh, He was really tough.
1: That's nice to hear that that he has that attitude. I know he's a Fargo qualifier as well. So, um, yeah, that's good to hear. And and Prairie's a young team. So he's Mm going to be the leader on that team for sure. So that's good that you have someone strong with that strong work ethic and attitude. It'll be
0: fun. We'll get to see him uh, wrestle uh, Thursday this week. Uh, Cedar Rapids Prairie will host Cedar Falls, which uh, we'll call on KCRG 9.2 again. So you guys can tune into that as well. Uh, some of the other uh, individual champs, um, you know, Gage Marty at heavyweight, I think, pinned his way through uh the heavyweight bracket uh for Solon. Um uh Drake Collins for West Liberty with a fall in the, the finals at 170 uh to come away with a champ championship. Uh the couple of other notes uh you had a a big battle um i think it was 160 let me let me see here uh between cj walrath of uh west burlington notre dame and uh mickey griffith of des moines lincoln um those two uh battled in the finals uh walrath came away with uh it was a 3-2 victory at 182 um so two uh high quality kids there, Walrath with a real marquee victory over Griffith uh, from Lincoln who I think is a two-time finalist and a champ two years ago right,
1: yeah that is impressive Hmm.
0: um and then uh, one of the things I want to touch on too um Alex Hutchcraft uh, from Smithville, Missouri, uh, won the 145-pound title. Be Isaiah Weber by fall in the, uh, the finals. Uh, he was named the uh, outstanding wrestler and received the uh, award for most falls in the least amount of time. Um, I think it was six in like 17 minutes and 32 seconds or something uh, close to that, anyway. Um, those awards uh were in honor of uh, Wyatt Schultz it was kind of neat uh they had a little tribute to, to Wyatt um and uh you know they uh the awards weren't your normal you know uh plaques or anything they gave them uh coffee mugs and tumblers to uh with uh uh you know, Wyatt's image on the side, really cool. Uh, had a little tribute before the finals to Wyatt and a nice uh, piece that Matt Shannon an assistant coach at independence and a colleague of Wyatt, good friend of Wyatt's as well, uh, wrote up. And, uh, it, it was, it was neat to see those awards. They also had an underdog award, which went to the wrestler that finished highest above their seed, which I think went to a green county heavyweight Brock Heyman. Um, you
1: know, so. Do uh, you remember off the top of your head how much above is C.D. Russell? I had, uh, I had it written down.
0: I think he was, he was like twentieth. Let, let me see if I can find right here. I had okay. it written down. And, and, and while you're
1: while you're looking, I will say that the, uh, the the significance of the coffee mug is that Wyatt held always would come in with the coffee in the morning, and then also it, it's really more of a yeti. Uh, so I'm guessing there's some kids that don't drink coffee, <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> right? Use it for platter cold. It's, it's a very nice award, actually. and very useful.
0: Yeah. So, uh, Hammond started in the, in the 29 range and then ended up, uh, like 12. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Really? So yeah. it was huge. Like I said, I believe it was Brock Hammond. Um, on that award so that's impressive very much so so uh uh tournament uh really strong competition here uh 370 wrestlers were entered in they uh by the time it was over they held 1456 matches um over the two-day event and we were
1: done by five o'clock on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. That's a long two days. Now, do they, I know they put two mats on the, on the uh, stage in the uh, auditorium, beautiful auditorium, by the way. And then the, yeah, uh, they had six, they have six mats on the. Yeah. So they have eight total mats. Yep.
0: So yeah, it's been That was, I think, uh, two years ago, that was my first time kind of watching a watching matches on an auditorium stage. And it was, uh, it was it was kind of a neat experience really, you know.
1: So yeah. and I talked with I don't remember who I talked with now that uh there's supposed to be 30 teams there at Weigh in, only 28 showed up. The other two didn't show up and didn't call. So they didn't know it was good. <laughs> it was kind of disappointing. Well, I
0: heard I heard from uh, uh, the independence coaches that two of them uh, ended up with COVID uh, Positive COVID tests, so they weren't able to
1: oh,
0: okay. show up. So I don't know if they found that out. It might have been after the fact that they're they probably tracking down and says, "Hey, where are you guys?" Yeah,
1: and, yeah, we're not able to make it. But yeah which you think he'd make a call if that was the case? But, well, we've got two other directions to go. You want to go east or west from there?
0: Well, we can go up to the west Gower since we talked to. To so them, we're them. <laughs> Real quick. Uh, West Delaware uh, held their Bob Murphy Invitational, uh, came away with 10 finalists and five champs, uh, Carson Less at 120, Brent Yakovic at 145, uh, Logan Payton at 160, Kyle Cole at 170, and then Wyatt Volker at 220, uh, Volker with two first period pins, and then uh, 22-7 Peck Ball in the final. Uh, Benton Community had a champ, and Jaden Moore um, beat Jax Miller in the finals at 126. Jax Miller, a freshman for uh, West Delaware. Um, but uh, West Delaware got uh, 118.5 points ahead of uh runner-up to Central.
1: Yeah, it's pretty much a, a runaway there, as as we kind of expected. Uh, DeWitt Central, who was second, had two champs and I think two runners-up maybe. Something like that. And then uh, Dykeman Hartford, who was third, two champs and a runner up, something like that. And then, uh, um, but anyway, there's uh, uh, West Delaware, Yankovic, uh, freshman, one of their solid freshmen. And then their other solid freshman, Jax Miller, finished as a runner up. So, you know, that's that youth movement still coming in. And then also, it's good to see Logan Payton back in the lineup. We didn't get to see him on Thursday night. So we, we knew it was a minor injury, and so it's good to see him back. was able to get back by the weekend. I just thought he might not be able to so.
0: Um, and then of course, uh, the tournament that's been probably the biggest staple this first weekend of the, uh, the season, the Keith Young Invitational at next uh, year fall. And uh, Don Bosco looked uh, pretty darn good.
1: Yeah, been there a few times <laughs> with teams. So both when I was back at Washington and at Jefferson. So many, many years ago I've been going. Yeah, Don Bosco has won that more times than I think anyone that's been there maybe. Oh, really? Um, I about just a guess. Dowling has won a bunch. And Cedar Falls, we won a couple. And anyway, uh, but uh, this year, it was no question. Don Bosco way out in front, five champs, two runners up. Norwalk and Valley tied for second. Each of them had two champs. So, and like like you said, not even close. Um, So Don Bosco, Chris Ortner, new uh, interesting. uh, Chris Ortner is the new coach at Don Bosco, but he was the old coach at Cedar Falls. So his first (laughs) tournament as a Don Bosco coach was at Cedar Falls. So, and Chris is a great guy. He was an assistant coach at Wartburg when when Kyle was recruited and. Kyle just loved him. So Chris, uh, he's doing a great job. Good to see him having success there as well. Seems wherever he goes.
0: Yeah, among those three or uh, five champs, uh, you had the, the 10 olds, uh the 10 old twins at 92 and 95, both won, um, and then uh, Jared Theory at uh, 220. Uh, so that's a, that's a bang, bang, bang. That's yeah. a pretty good uh, series there in the upper weights. Um, uh, Sierra Rapids Kennedy ended up getting sixth there. Uh, they had six medalists overall, um, so uh, a decent showing, I would say. Uh, right.
1: Four of those six were third place too. So good job to the Cougars.
0: Yep, uh, Rashawn or Colin Falk, Colin Falk uh, at one forty-five, Rashawn Jennings at one sixty. Alex Cook at uh, 182, and then Colin Flanagan at 195, as you mentioned, uh, all finished third for the Cougars, and then they had two others that finished uh, fifth place. But that was strong, 97 points and six. Uh, one of the other ones that I – you know, this was a team that I – coming into the the season, I thought, you know, could be a, a team to watch maybe – Uh, But Dysville Beckman, they finished 10th overall against a really good field. Uh, But they had four uh, wrestlers that finished third or better and two finalists, and uh, Connor Grover at 160 and then Owen Hundergaard at 195, uh, both got second. But uh, I thought, uh, you know, a nice uh, core group of finishers there for, for the Blazers.
1: Right. It's good to see that what used to be youth movement, up at uh, Beckman now, now paying off. So uh, they've got it
0: rolling. That's, that's good. So Uh, Cedar Rapids Jefferson had two wrestlers that made the uh, podium. Uh, Colin Woods uh, was fourth at 220. And then uh, Austin Clifton uh, went three and two and got sixth at uh, 138.
1: Yeah. Good to see the Jayhawks putting someone on the, on the stands.
0: You bet. So some positives there for, for them to build on uh moving forward um and then uh bell plain uh another area school that uh had uh, uh, four medalists um couple uh fourth places from Connor Tim and Chase Wickwire Ethan Argo and Ethan Hamilton both got fifth uh they were at 38 52 Tim at 60 and Wickwire at 82 so you know that's a uh, uh, decent showing for uh, bell plain
1: yeah. The Bell Plain is another team that's really also kind of had a resurgence. So, that you know, I feel the Bell Plain and Benton community in kind of that same, that same scenario, they're both headed in the right direction for sure. So,
0: uh, one of the other tournaments, uh, you know, that uh, that we saw here, uh, Wapsie Valley, the Chris Davis, uh, invitational. Um, Nashville Plainfield came away with a team title there with 199 and a half points over Central Springs. They had 159 and uh, a half. North Lynn had two champions in Blaine Baumgartner at 132, Lynn and Paul at 182. Uh, Animosa freshman Austin Stranton, somebody uh, keep an eye on. Uh, he won at 152 pounds, um, and then uh, Tony Greevy from South Lynn uh, won the 195 pound championship uh there so uh some good individual performances um for those teams
1: i uh, oh. I, I saw the Jer- jeremy Falk classic at mm-hmm. uh the the warriors your your, your school there uh, our school actually yeah <laughs> we both spent at least three years there <laughs> <laughs> i know i spent three years there i don't know how many you spent <laughs> yeah Well, I think
0: I I was supposed to come back for a fifth, but they didn't want me. They're like, oh, you're good. Just go. (laughs)
1: Yeah, but the the Warriors came away with a victory, won the tournament. So I had three champs and five runners up. Champs were Eric Rendernick at 145, Nick Foreman at uh, 138, and Kate Sakura Mathis at uh, 285. So good to see the Warriors doing well there. Wow. So one other thing
0: of, of news that I want to make sure uh we mention here, and it's not uh uh not really good news per se. Um mentioned some of the stolen results at uh at the Cliff team but it did not include uh Hayden Taylor and of course uh found out today uh that uh, uh Hayden Taylor won't uh, wrestle this year, which is extremely unfortunate, continues a three-time uh, state champion looking for his fourth. Um, I'm just going to read this verbatim uh, from a news release that was posted uh, by media. Um, one of my lifelong goals was to become a four-time state champion, so to make the statement is very painful, and surreal, to my family, friends, and the media who have supported me throughout my high school career, it is with great sadness that I must announce I am unable to wrestle my senior year due to multiple re-injuries since my surgery. I have decided to move forward, repair the injury with surgery and focus on my future at the collegiate level. I wanna thank everyone for your support over the years and know that I will be back hungrier than I have ever been and ready to fulfill my list of goals that I've set for the next chapter of my life. Once the doc clears me, of course. being Taylor. So that's uh, that's pretty unfortunate. Um, you know that uh, that elite group of four timers is is hollowed brown pretty much. And uh, uh, to, to kind of it's one thing to get beaten, but not to have the chance uh, for whatever reason. Um, it's it's unfortunate.
1: Yeah, that's heartbreaking actually. And and uh knew, yeah, I had didn't see that coming. I mean, I guess I, I knew he was injured, but I didn't was hoping that he'd have a chance. I mean you're so close to your fourth, your fourth title. And uh, you know, I, I've been watching Hayden since Kyle was in the club. He you know, Hayden is obviously a lot younger, but uh you mm. know, I'm gonna miss seeing him out there. And I know he struggled last year with, with that injury and, and was still able to overcome, but uh, yeah, that's tough. And then, uh, yeah, I'm also going to miss his mom, who's always on Matt, Matt's side with her camera and taking pictures. So I'm um, such a good friend of wrestling. And so I know that bothersome, not only to Hayden, but to the family as well. So
0: Sure. So that's a that's a tough one um, there. But wish uh, Hayden well uh, as he goes forward and, and hope for a quick recovery for him. Um, speaking of this week, uh, we mentioned we're going to be at uh, Cedar Falls uh, Cedar Rapids Prairie on Thursday. Um, any other any other duels or tournaments this weekend that really kind of stand out to you?
1: Well, I can tell you that that uh, the, the local lineup: Jefferson's at East, Waterloo West is at Kennedy, Wash is at City High, Xavier's at Hampstead, Wallert is at Linmar. And Beckman and Marion will compete at, at, at Makoka on Thursday.
0: Okay.
1: Saturday they kind of go everywhere in all different sorts of directions. Um, so we'll we'll have to kind of decide what direction we want to follow. <laughs>
0: well, I know I will be at uh, Mount Vernon uh, on Saturday. Uh, last year I got to um, cover the North Cedar Invitational. I think that's going on this this weekend as well. Um, some good small uh, small class tournament there. Um, I think Solon and Northland might be uh, in the field there. At least they were last year, but that was the weekend where a lot of things got canceled and
1: uh, some people were looking for places to compete, so that might have led them there. But um, I, see. I see Jefferson is at North Cedar and Marion and Xavier will be at Mount Vernon. Okay. Nope. You got your choice.
0: <laughs> well, Mount, Mount Vernon, you know, with Lisbon, uh, I think there'll be some really good individuals. Uh, I think Wapsie Valley had come down there, and I know they've got a couple uh, strong kids. You um, saw Drake Collins win at uh, Independence. You know, you've got uh, Christian Stanek, uh from Xavier Hofer just uh, uh, made the finals at Cliff Keen in Independence. As well, then you have uh, oh, I think it's I, Ronan Thomas. I think uh, the younger brother of Ivan Thomas, Ronan, um, there in the lower weights as well for Xavier. So it'll be interesting to see how they do at Mount Vernon. Uh, You got Jackson Jasper's from the Mustangs there in town, and I think Mount Vernon went to Newton for duels and maybe finished third there. Um, So. You know, Mount Vernon will will have competitive kids at, at each
1: weight. I've watched uh, Jackson's younger brother at some middle school. I've been three, three different dates now. He's, mm-hmm. he's tough. he we got another one coming up too. So,
0: so I'm sure Vance Light and Aaron True and like that uh, um, coming down the, the pike as well. And yeah, you know this uh, this tournament's been fun. I know a couple times it's come down to like the very last match. I think, uh, with some of the West Liberty teams before in, in Lisbon. Um, but I think Lisbon's a heavy favorite. So should be fun there. But do you have any official, do you have any referee assignments uh, this weekend? Are you going anywhere?
1: You know, I blocked it out because I wasn't sure if Kyle was going to, he was indicating he might wrestle in the UNI Open. But uh, he's, he was da- he's not taking classes currently, but he, he went down to Florida to a workshop for a real estate, he's interested in the real estate investment workshop, and uh, he was down there for most of the last week and over the weekend, cut back on money, so he's not been able to work out, so I think he would, he's not intending to wrestle, so that left me open. So. Okay. Well,
0: so I'm not sure where I'm going. I might go up to Warburg and watch their double do up there. All right, and like I said, I'll. Uh, I hope uh, Dave Ryan has the popcorn ready for me, even though uh, I'm not a big popcorn. Fan, but, uh, <laughs> I plan to. Yeah, title up next to him. He does a great job announcing at Mount Vernon. One of the great wrestling supporters, uh, Mount Vernon supporter overall. Uh, him and his family. So look forward to seeing him this weekend and. Going
1: Dave, on then cover that. Dave was doing the announcing at that, that uh, middle school meet, meet at Mount Vernon last week, and of course his son is is a uh, middle uh, middle schooler as well. So, mm-hmm. so all right. Any final thoughts uh, or anything we didn't touch on, Coach? Big week, so it's going to be kind of a, a nice, a little bit of a breather this week. And, you know, it's still busy, but not with those big tournaments. Wow. Right. Big right. Rest. So
0: we're in the we're in the thick of things for sure. And it's, it's fun. It's, it's good to be, uh, good to be in that position. So, all right. Well, Hey, as always, uh, coach Briggs, thanks for, uh, uh, joining, joining in. Uh, thanks for watching the two of us, uh, discuss, uh, wrestling here, uh, in the area and across the state, uh, Make sure to tune in next Wednesday, uh, again, when we uh, decide to break down this weekend's duels and look ahead to what's coming up for all the, the prep and, and college uh, teams around. So, thanks for watching. And Dick, do you want to keep the tradition alive here?
1: Yeah, let's keep wrestling on the move.
0: Thanks for watching, everybody.